in three, two, one. John, are we live? We are live. Hey, everybody. It's Mo back again. I'm not in Virginia anymore for our number 12 episode of Wheelhouse. Um, last week, we were trying desperately to get the Skype to work for you guys. And uh, I was going to Skype you guys from Virginia. I was racing at uh, VIR, and John and Ryan were going to be in studio. But uh, we had some technical difficulties. So you guys. Was it got... our fault this time? No, it was not John's <laughs> fault. And it's usually not your fault. This was uh, kind of building type difficulties, but uh, you guys got uh, Handsome Ryan Cotter filling in for me, um, so you got a little bit of two shows uh, last week, but this week we got a kick-butt show. I cannot wait to chat to these two guests. We've kind of been uh, sitting here for the last half hour, 40 minutes, talking to them uh, just about life and uh, what they do in general. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, I think we're going to have a lot of fun topics. Uh, undertone of golf today. Um, a lot of golf. Both of them do... Uh, uh, different things in the golf industry, but before that, John, you always have cool shout-outs um, and cool events. I have nothing cool to ever talk about, so <laughs> take away uh, the mic and give them your uh, cool shout-out slash event. All right. Uh, well, first off, welcome back, Mo. We missed you. you. It was uh, it was crazy around here without you. You settled the storm, the ship forest, so Aww. glad you're back. <laughs> well, that's the nicest thing anybody said to me all week. You owe me 20 bucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, so shout outs. I would like to give shout outs to a couple of the guests that we've had on in the past. Uh, Carrie Lee has been working with me over the last month or so. She's very big in the art community. And behind you on our shows starting in July, hopefully if all goes well, uh, we're going to be able to show off different pieces of art from local artists. It's just another way to bring in the entrepreneurial spirit, showcase people's talents. Uh, and she, she's she been working a lot with me to try and, uh, there's a word for it, I can't think of it, but more or less get artists uh, who want to have their artwork shown off. Uh, great people, very talented. So thank you, Carrie, for your work. And Trevor, who owns the Chicago Helicopter Experience, he introduced me to three different entrepreneurs that are awesome. We, I was with, uh, I was down in Joliet at the Autobahn. What is it? The Autobahn, Autobahn Country, Country Club. Club. Yeah, I was jealous. Uh, I was racing, and then I saw I you. I know at the you Country were racing, Club. I was and like, I was around a whole lot of speed. Um, but he introduced me to Adam, a gentleman named Adam, uh, who is going to be a guest hopefully in September. And we've got a couple other people I'll, we'll announce later on. But Trevor really went out of his way for us as well. He liked being here. He likes the show, and he wanted to make sure that other people were a part of it with good entrepreneurial spirit. So shout out to both of them. And uh, I can't wait to have Trevor come pick me up in a helicopter at my house. Yeah, we're going to suck up to Trevor a little bit. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I cannot wait for that. My buddies, when that show ended, uh, started texting me. They're like, can this thing really happen? Can we really have Trevor land a helicopter at your house and pick you up and take you downtown? I was like, I think we can. Yeah. So I think we're going to. I think we got a guy. I'm excited about the art because I'm always jealous uh, for the guests who are on the show. John's always got cool stuff behind him, and I don't ever have cool I'm stuff behind I'm working on it, me. baby. I'm working so on it. So now we got art coming behind <laughs> me. Um, but let's get to our guests. Uh, Sherry Duffy of Dixon Golf and Ladies Night Out. No, Ladies Night Chicago? Ladies Night Chicago. Ladies yes. Night Chicago. Yes. Ladies Night Chicago. Um, thank you for being on. Sure. Tell us about both of those because they're both similar but very different sorts of businesses. Yes, they are. Um, well, I'm very excited. This is my second year as a territory manager for... Dixon Golf, and we sponsor and support any type of fundraising or charity golf outing. We come out with prizes, gifts, our eco-friendly, recyclable, tournament-level golf balls. 
um, and just have a lot of fun. So it's at no cost to the uh, fundraising group or committee, and we, we come out, share what we have with our go their golfers, and help raise additional money for them. So it's a lot of fun. Very, very cool. And yeah. how about Ladies' Night Chicago? Because that sounds like that's probably a lot of fun. It is. Ladies' Night Chicago, about eight years ago, I was a stay-at-home mom trying to figure out what to do, what I could do at my own pace, my own schedule, uh, you know, when I felt like it, and I decided to throw parties for myself and became an event planner. And it, they've actually gone really well. I normally get two to 300 people out monthly during the week, not the weekends, that's family time. And uh, it started as something I wanted to celebrate women, have them drink, eat, shop, and uh, the men got smart. They came sniffing around. <laughs> yeah. I, I actually had an oyster event a couple months ago at Fallstrom's Fish Market in uh, Lakeview, and it was more men than women at the event. So um, if Shocking. they're smart, they will come find the ladies. I, definitely, it's a mix of everything. Uh, I can't say that I would ever do a dating or singles event, but it's, it's a mix of everything, 30 to 60, some single, some married, everything you could imagine. Very diverse crowd. So. Shocking that a bunch of dudes showed up to a ladies' night. I know. Who would have thunk it? Who would imagine? Who would imagine? They I, were smart. They brought their the wallets. All the guys listening are probably like, okay, we're Googling now lady night, ladies' night Chicago. Yeah, it's on so Facebook. No, no need for a website, so they okay, can just perfect. find it on Facebook. Awesome. Um, and you and I spoke off air a little bit about event planning and using social media and stuff, and you had a lot of great advice about how to utilize things like LinkedIn, like Facebook, and you just said it, you don't really need a website. You're using Facebook a lot of times to get the message out. Tell us about that a little bit. Well, <clears throat> back in the wild, wild west days of the beginning of Facebook, um, you at first could set, have 10,000 friends, and now they've, they've capped the database structure to have uh, up to 5,000 friends. You can also have your own page um, where you can develop fans that like you. Uh, Four years ago, you could invite all 5,000 friends in one click to an event. So it was easy. free marketing, easy invitations. Life was really easy for me. Uh, this last, I would say, year and a half, uh, Zuckerberg's team's gotten pretty smart. They cap it at 500 people that you can invite. So the, the trick to anyone throwing an event or hosting a gathering, if they want a large crowd, would be then to entice maybe 20 or 30 friends to do the same, you've got 30 people inviting 500 contacts, ideally from Chicago to an event. What did I say, 20 or 30? So 30 times 500, you've got 15,000 people invited. Boom, you've got a great event. So wow. in that case of using Facebook, you need um, kind of crowd, not crowdfunding, but like crowd pooling of uh, contacts, resources, uh, before you could repeat an event. Now they've made it, once the event happens, it disappears, you have to start all over again. Um, if you change the event, a minute before your event ends, you can parlay it into another event and save all the people that were invited to the event. But you have to do it um, one minute before your event time ends. And you can only do that three times. Okay, so. that's interesting because we are we have a lot of realtors that listen because I own a real estate company. A lot of them do first-time homebuyer events. Right. And I think they reinvent the wheel every time. Correct. But what a great tip. So just one minute before the end. Or a half hour. I mean, you don't want to yeah. change it too soon because then people say, well, was the event canceled? Right. Why right. did you change the date? Why is it next month? So you have to do it where it's right before the event ends. You can flip it to the next event and save all of those people that have been invited. Now, if it's Genius. an event, it is. Um, but if it's an event that is off category where you have uh, a men's group, you know, one month, and then you do a women's group 
the next month, if you flip it, then all the men will say to you, why am I invited to this women's event? Who invited me? Why uh, did I say I was coming? So you, it, as long as the events are congruent, it makes sense to keep jumping. If you have The like guys a, won't complain about the going to the women's no, event. No, they, never, they don't really. Stuff. If there's an open bar, that men don't really complain about much at this point. And yeah. you add food, and uh, I think We're they're there. all in. Yeah. Well, how do you pick event spaces? I guess it depends on what type of event you're picking. But obviously, if you're throwing a lot of events in Chicago, you're... You know, uh, you have to get to know a lot of different event spaces and, and venues. venues. Yes. Yeah. Well, I, and maybe, I don't, maybe it's women in general. I cannot stand to overpay for parking. It actually makes me cringe. Like okay. at Marina City, when they're like Valley is twenty eight dollars, or I think it's even higher now. Um, sometimes when the ticket price of an event is less than the parking, you can have people say, "Wow, it, you know, it seemed like a great idea until I." had to put my car somewhere. Right. So I love looking for places that are easily accessible. Um, parking's not too crazy extreme, and they actually can handle cars. I mean, there are a lot of venues in Chicago. You say, do you have valet? Oh, of course. Oh, we have valet for 70 cars, not 300 cars. Right. So um, one tip, if you're ever doing anything in Lincoln Park, the zoo owns their own parking lot. Um, they, at, in the evening, since the zoo closes, you can negotiate parking. I did a huge event at Peggy Nord Notabart Nature Museum. Um, the zoo gave me $7 parking. Normally it's 35 after wow. three hours. So sometimes I know they have Spot Hero now and some other, yeah. you know, everybody, a lot of people take Uber or Lyft at this point, which I encourage because I want people to Drinking. drink and have fun. Yeah. But um, I like working with venues that need exposure, want a brand new crowd in, um, love doing things during the week, like Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Uh, which is when they need the most help. So sometimes they just reach out to me, as in the case of tomorrow night. Not to plug my own event, but plug, I will. Plug away. We're I'm having a plug. plug. It. Uh, plug. So the Belden Stratford Hotel is now uh, an apartment building in Lincoln Park. They, You may be familiar with Monami Gabi, their mm -hmm. famous yeah. um, French restaurant. They just opened a new restaurant across the kind of foyer or lobby called the Stratford on the Park. So we are going to do an event tomorrow, 630 to 830. Um, at the venue with over 26 liquor brands and then let us entertain you doing the food. So it should be fun. Very cool. Very inexpensive tickets, only $15. So, yeah. So, so tomorrow, 6.30 to 8.30. Yes. They can drink awesome. as much as they want and enjoy some different food from a new venue. What we will do is if, uh, after the show, if you give me some information, of I'll also put it in will. the comment section. Of course I will. Yes. So, and for those of, tons of people are starting to watch, if you're watching, go ahead and ask any questions you want me to ask our guests, and I will ask away. Another question I have, outside of your own events, any events you love attending every single year in Chicago, anything that's kind of like, hey, I definitely don't want to miss that? Well, I think, um, you know, both, I'm an animal lover. Uh, I think PAWS and Anti-Cruelty put on some great events if, um, you know, for supporting their causes. They, they have a beach party coming up, uh, PAWS does. Um, I really love all of the children's charity events, um, whether it be pediatric cancer or some of the you know topics that at times are upsetting. Um, you know, I think any group in Chicago that's helping children or just anything involving you know just everyone's health and well-being, and then of course uh, the animal events are important since we have just so many animals in Chicago that uh, need homes. I also love uh, there's a, a dear friend of mine, Marco Foster. He um, he helps a charity called One Hope United. Uh, it's for extremely abused children. They have a center, okay. and he does a white party every year, and it's it's going to be fabulous. It's the last Friday in July. Great party. Huge crowd. I love when everyone's in all white. 
I just love the theme and it's very consistent. So every year he has a huge white party for One Hope United. Sometimes he also helps the Brain Injury Association um, normally in the winter. So he's a great, awesome. Marco Foster, you can find him on Facebook. Great events. Awesome. It's the last Friday in July, which I believe is the 27th, and it is going to be at the, this is how old I am, what is the night, was the nightclub next to VIPs, which is now next to Whole Foods? It used to be, was that Excalibur, not Excalibur. Excalibur. No, 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 um, no, no, no. Uh, It was. I know what it is. Because then it turned crowbar. into Christine's. Crowbar. 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 crowbar, crowbar. So it's in the venue space of Crowbar, and I, I have to think of the name of what it is now, but that's where. Prism. It's, Prism. So the party will be at Prism, and I'll be there in a big, beautiful VIP table with bottle service supporting the event. So I'm going to plug an event because it's also a white party. So if you get your white outfit for this event, which you can, can have be hard, the, the white which might be hard. White, yeah. <laughs> July 19th, the Chicago Association of Realtors YPN board, which I'm a president of, has uh, their white party at Fremont in Chicago. So I've been searching for a good white outfit, and you once I acquire Akira, 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 Akira for guys. Yes. Really? Yeah. They, yeah. Interesting. Akira's got a lot of white. Suits, I'm built like jackets. a T-Rex, though. So oh, I know. I I mean, you're busting out of the shirt arms, right now. So but I yeah. got like these like T-Rex arms, so nothing ever really fits me. Nice. So I was going to go to Suit Supply and see if I can find something to work. <laughs> or just to have fun at like the crazy Goodwills and do something. You know, crazy looking. All the thrift shops. John, we got to go get some white outfits. Yeah. We do. I have long arms. You do. You do. You got long arms. I'm going to put myself on so people can see that I actually have regular size arms. <laughs> yeah, twice the length of mine. Twice we'll cut my sleeves and add them to yours. <laughs> we'll be good to go. Very, very cool. I, I'm, I'm down for it. So last Definitely. Friday of July? Last Friday of July. Okay. Any days of the week, we were actually discussing this last week, and this is a random question that just popped in my head because you probably are the expert on it. Any days during the week, let's say for like a first-time homebuyer seminar, that makes more sense than other days? Is there any day that you think is a Thursday? Because it's No, kind of no. Uh, Thursday is a dangerous day. A lot okay. of promoters and event planners love Thursday because okay. they get to avoid uh, the weekends. Many people uh, not only enjoy their family but have to see relatives. So weekends at times can be just a little bit stressful in downtown yeah. um, as far as getting people in the city. Uh, Thursdays are great night for a lot of charities to have fundraisers or events um my favorite night is i think tuesday, it's a toss-up tuesday or wednesday because okay. you you rule out the weekend of oh my god i have to go to the burbs to see my mom you rule out some of the family kid activities if they have children so yeah tuesday or wednesday is a great night because that's the least crowded um on the calendar yeah. for uh events monday is a traditional industry night so if you're in the bar or restaurant industry you're going to go out and whoop it up on a Monday, so yeah. um, this I might be hungover on Tuesday. Yeah, yes, for work. Okay, yeah, perfect. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, I'm going to change my first time home buyer event out of Thursday, and that's probably why nobody is RSVPing to it. <laughs> RSVP to it. It's now July 18th because nobody RSVP to this Thursdays. No. So damn oh, it, poor thing. I'll I'm going to have to get some it. tips yeah, from yeah. you. We'll work on it. Um, <laughs> Very cool. We talked a little bit off air too, and we do have this kind of entrepreneur slash if you're getting into a workforce uh, undertone to the show and advice. Um, any advice for somebody trying to get into the workforce? Doesn't necessarily have to be in business. You had some good advice about social media and things to do, not to do. Mm -hmm. Well, I think a lot of people forget that the only thing you can really be in life is nice and on time. Yeah. So um, tardiness a negative attitude, even a negative look, you know, with the scowl. If you have a really deep furrow or a 
permanent scowl, maybe consider some Botox. <laughs> yeah, and, resting bitch and, face, and, yeah, get rid yeah, of just it. Re- yeah, just get rid of that. Um, I love uh, people with a good smile. I think teeth are important. Uh, always, even if you're in the worst mood ever, uh, not never let them see you sweat, but just seem like you're, uh, be present in the present. I think yeah. that's, and just be very positive. People love positivity. I think um, there is a problem right now with the millennials and a little bit of entitlement and how much money they think they should make versus what's out there. So be willing to take the awful job. Be willing to work for peanuts. Um, you don't know where that will end up. So um, be open to jobs that you think might be below your skill level um, if they seem like a good fit for your personality and, and what you're good potentially good at. But um, don't, you know, don't give yourself any limitations. So sometimes you'll fall into something that you would have never considered. So, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Appreciate that. And then Dixon Golf, do you guys have any events coming up anytime soon? That Oh, we have tons um, of events. We have tons of events. We do over 12,000 golf tournaments across the country in every state. Whoa. We're finally in Hawaii, even though it's very expensive to ship our golf balls to Hawaii. Um, we finally have representation there. But uh, you name it, um, any large golf tournament, uh, most likely uh, in greater Chicago, we're going to be there. You're going to see us there. Uh, last year, our focus was education. I just did for my alma mater, St. Viator High School in Arlington Heights. We were at their big million-dollar classic. A um, lot of things with uh, we've done with the Archdiocese, with uh, the Cubs, the Sox, the Bears. There's some great tournaments out there supporting uh, sports programs, which we were a fan of. Obviously, golf is a sport, but... Um, yeah, we're we're open to sponsoring anything that uh, has a fundraising element to it. So awesome. Yeah, um, I got a buddy of mine, Richie, who's also an agent in our office. He's a firefighter. They have an event on Friday um, in Bensonville. So Richie, next time you guys throw a charity golf, absolutely, on it, we've got I'm gonna some. Link you guys up. I'm gonna link all three yeah. of. We've, we've you got up. the firemen of Byron, Illinois. We've got the firemen of Evanston. So yeah, we'll take all of the firemen, all the cops. Perfect. They are a riot, by the way. The yes. Melrose Park firefighting team is a riot nice. i'm bummed i can't make this fridays but they, they have a fun event we just did the asian american um fundraising event for the uh police force so that was a lot of fun as well huge tournament we got a question for you any Uh-oh. dixon golf events planned in arizona of course that's where we're based out of tempe arizona okay so yes um it's not necessarily that you can go to our website and find events it's mostly that we help uh, charities and uh, foundations at their events. So <clears throat> there are, if you can believe it, in five short months in Chicago, 9,500 fundraising golf events that we know of. In Chicago in Chica- alone? In greater Chicago. I'm able to help about 300 with my team of, em- of staff, employees, I-, I would say team members. So there are 9,500 tournaments in the season. Chicago is number one in the country, one of the top uh, areas or cities to take advantage of fundraising with golf so you would think it'd be california florida texas our weather sucks yeah yeah our weather sucks so we cram it all into five months so my job is um seasonal in a good way because i work extremely hard over the spring summer it slightly into fall i would say after november 1st uh no one's golfing but then i have all of winter to book new events so that's it's awesome good. yeah i feel like chicago when it gets nice is such an active city because we're kind of dormant and not doing stuff in the winter and then all of a sudden we're like we got this great weather let's enjoy all of it so yes. everything gets really fun and exciting yes and you you can see tournaments from 
$120 a player, all the way to, I had one recently, it's 5000 a player to play oh. in the tournament. So uh, there is more money raised, I believe, in Chicago through golf than most other cities in the U.S. It's amazing. Are you going to get to go to Hawaii? I want to go to Hawaii. I'm going to make enough money to go to Hawaii. Have you been before? No. I've never been either. I've never been. Everybody I talk to has been to Hawaii. I've never been to Hawaii. I would live in Cozumel, but I do want to go to Hawaii. So. You, I saw that on, uh, we, John and I sent out some they questions. They were Facebook stalking. Yeah, we, yeah, we, stalking. You do Mexico quite often, right? I love Mexico, yes. What's your favorite part of Mexico? Because I love Mexico, too. I, don't, I think Cozumel, Playa del Carmen. Yep. Cancun's okay. It's more of the traditional place to yeah, go, yeah. but... Spent time in Mexico City. Um, Puerto Vallarta is beautiful. Cuernavaca is a great city. Um, outside of Mexico City, it's the city of flowers. It's gorgeous. I mean, okay. it's one of those places you, you're like, this This looks like paradise. I, I think yeah. I'm here. Guadalajara, very exciting town. Um, you can take a seven-hour bus there. through the jungle from Puerto Vallarta to, maybe it's five and a half, uh, to Guadalajara for the day. So That's a hike. It's it's fun. But I love Playa, so I'll go to Playa in Cancun. I've probably been 11, 12 times. That's good. Because it's a three-hour flight, and it's the same time zone. So mm -hmm. it's a quick flight. It's the same time zone. Beaches are perfect. They are. I went this year. I know everybody is saying it's a little bit unsafe. I didn't feel unsafe at all. No, no. Well, you're not a you know young woman uh, that you know could right. be sold into potentially sexual slavery. Just kidding. But no, I'm, <laughs> or, or well, I don't know to, that you're going to deal gonna, drugs. I don't know you're going to be stolen in Mexico, <laughs> yeah. but I think you'd be more safe than maybe, you know, a 20 year younger version of me. But yes, it's, I think it's very safe. Definitely. Yeah. I, I, uh, my sister had just gone down there too the week after they had the, um, the guy in the jet ski was shooting people on the beach or he was, I guess in Mexico, if you're pushing like the cart, on the beach, uh -huh. you have to get the okay from the drug cartel to do that. Nice. And you have to pay some money to the cartel to be able to do that. At least this is what the article I read said. I could be totally off, off base here. And apparently that guy had not, so they were targeting shooting him, the drug cartel, and then nice. we're obviously shooting at other people yeah. too. Well, it is a wonderful country. It is still, is it considered a third world country still? I don't not think really. those, no. not those areas aren't, but I, it, like I started watching El Chapo and I watched, um, Narcos and all that and started getting really kind of pretty sensationalized, in like but yeah. maybe, maybe there's a lot of truth to it. I don't but know. I got like very into reading about the drug trade and it was crazy when they got rid of El Chapo, like there was like a big turf war for different drug, um, hmm. turfs. So I guess that's happening, no, I but I didn't feel for the, like Tecate in the can and time yeah, on yeah. the beach. So. Yeah, that's yeah. typically me yeah. too. Just sit next to the pool, drink as much as I can, stay out of trouble, <laughs> and I should be fine. Well, I'm going to bring on our second guest, and then we're going to have some roundtable discussions. I'm really excited to have this guy on. He's been in studio for about an hour, and we started chatting about a million different things from golf to cars to arm wrestling. I don't, I'm not going to arm wrestle this guy. He would kill me. Um, Aaron Ojard, who's the CEO of Pantamonium. He's retired U.S. Navy officer. Thank you so much for coming on. Hey, I really appreciate you having me on, Mo. Uh, we appreciate having you. Um, so tell me, um, let's talk about the Navy real quick, and then we'll jump into Pantamonium. When uh, did you start in the Navy? And by the way, thank you very, very much for your, ser for your service. John and I both um, big fans of the Armed Forces. Um, it's incredible. We, we are able to live the life we live be the way we are with our freedom because of you guys. Um, so thank you. So give us some background on that, and then we'll jump into uh, pantomonium. Well, on, on behalf of uh, myself and all my brothers and sisters who have served, thank you for your support. We do appreciate it. Yeah. So I enlisted in the Navy in 95, uh, went to boot camp right up the road here in uh, Great Mistakes, Illinois, and um, 
<laughs> also known as Great Lakes. Great Lakes, yep. And uh, um, after that, I uh, went through a bunch of schooling and uh, served for 12 years as a mechanic. And in my last eight years, I took a commission as a critical care nurse. And uh, um, so I worked around the D.C. area, and I deployed to Kandahar, Afghanistan in 2009. Uh, came back from Kandahar after completing a deployment with uh, herniated discs in my neck from a uh, near-miss rocket attack. And um, so three surgeries later on my neck and uh, um, retired in 2015. And, uh, yeah, it was a fun career. I, I kept on saying the only reason I'm staying is because I don't want to grow up. <laughs> yeah. You know, I don't want to get a real job. And uh, it was um, it was a lot of fun. And um, But they say, you know, it's time to retire when you stop having fun. Yeah. And uh, towards the end there, it stopped being fun, and I knew it was time for me to move on to some other pastures, and um, I got out and had no intentions of really, um, yeah, I had no intentions of, you know, getting into corporate world or going into nursing and, and continuing on that path. So I was a golf bum for a year, and that was awesome, being able to play golf whenever I wanted. And, yeah. Um, uh during that time, uh, I started a nonprofit organization with a friend of mine called the Veteran Golfers Association. Uh, we started that in 2014, and uh, in four years, we went from 350 members across the U.S. to this year, we have almost 3,500 members, wow. over 250 tournaments, uh, stroke play competitive golf for veterans and their family members, and uh, uh, national championship this year is going to be hosted at the Olympic Club in San Francisco, California. Very cool. Um, that's going to be November 5th through the 8th. So, um, yeah, it's a bunch of great people who have served and who have had family that served getting together, golfing, and uh, enjoying, a, enjoying a game that I can credit with really saving my life. That's awesome. So the move from um, being in the Navy to – pantomonium was in large part because you took up a passion for golf right correct correct um i met the founder of pantomonium uh, and struck up a conversation and said we need to do a custom design for the veteran golfers and uh did it as a fundraiser event a year ago um he saw what i was able to accomplish in a short time and uh i had quite a few contacts in the nonprofit industry uh or organizations and um, so I helped out getting uh, some more fundraising raising efforts uh, across the U.S. And uh, in January January fifth, he stepped down as CEO and put me in the uh, put me in the seat. the seat. And uh, so it's been a been a pretty wild ride uh, over the last year. Um, you know, I knew nothing about pants. And <laughs> then you just wear them sometimes. You know, I, I, I know what I like to wear. I know what's comfortable, and I know what material I, you know, I like to have on. And and we matched on many many aspects, and um, and yeah, we uh, so really taking the company from um, small focused um, custom designs, which is our specialty. That's that's our bread and butter. Is twelve piece minimum orders for companies that want to create a walking billboard yeah. uh, instead of a plain polo shirt. You know, it really draws the attention when you're at events, um, corporate gigs and, um, um, 
the big conventions in Vegas and Orlando for the PGA show, uh, when you're able to wear it on your pants, it, it yeah. really draws the attention. 100%. I mean, you walked in here, and the first thing I noticed, uh, John, they obviously can't see his pants. Uh, the first thing, uh, he's flexible, wow, too. I like those. Perfect first, for Mexico. I know, Modelo. And, <laughs> uh, first thing I noticed were the pants and your amazing service dog, which they cannot see on the uh, camera. But um, you have some samples, right? I do. These things are freaking awesome. So this is a design we did this year for the Veteran Golfers Association. Nice. And uh, one of our hashtags that we like to do is Hashtag feel my pants. So feel that material. Oh, wow. All right. It's a 100% micropoly. Uh, it doesn't shrink. It doesn't fade. You throw it in your washing machine. You throw it in a dryer and wash and wear. Um, very durable. Very sturdy. No wrinkles. No wrinkles. Nice. I mean, that how do you like that? You don't cool. even have to press your pants. You know, very, if you want to cool. give more, women more reason to look at your pants, you've, you've done it. So, yeah, yeah. there you go. Yeah. Just look at your pants. Can you hold so, them up for one quick second to your camera? You want me to hold them up? Show them up just a little bit more. Very nice. So very that's uh, one we did for the veteran golfers. And this is one we did for <clears throat> at the Masters. Uh, this is Here, a mag John, I can hold them all up. magnolia design. Um, you see, this uh, magnolia flower is, is actually a photograph of a flower that our designer uh, hand cut pixel by pixel and designed and put into this pattern um, so our capabilities of what we are able to do the logo quality and like the f the photo quality of these are amazing yeah, I mean a color. lot of times and the color yeah a lot of times obviously people watching can't feel it but a lot of times when you have um, and John I don't know if I'm on screen or not but um, a lot of times when you have uh, images put on pants they just don't look this clean the color is perfect and it feels really good. So we, and it we, doesn't wrinkle. We do sublimated printing, and we do it piece by piece. Instead of printing out a 3,000-yard roll of fabric and then cutting, uh, we're printing 60-inch by 50-inch pieces of fabric, laser cutting the each individual piece out. And that's why we're able to do such small numbers Okay. Uh, for our minimum order quantity of 12. Which is really good. That's, yeah, that's yeah. great. Yeah. Yeah, most most you need more, right? Yeah, I mean you throw a lot of parties, so well, we, usually we, it's we do. We have uh, clothing as well. We do polo shirt with um, Dixon, but yeah, no, the minimum order is probably pretty big. Well, we have just a standard shirt with the logo, but for our employees. But with this, um, to customize it to that level is pretty wild. And I feel like golf pants in general need to be cool. I mean, I, I like in golf culture, like having great pants goes such a long way. And these things well, are really cool. We do some pretty crazy designs. We also do some pretty uh, reserved designs as well, because not everybody wants right, to. Right, right, right. Not everybody out. wants to be the walking billboard. Um, yeah. We do the regular colors of the rainbow as well. Yeah. Uh, a standard khaki. Um, but what's special about our pants is it's not a cotton-based product. So, you know, in Chicago, I grew up in northern humidity. Minnesota. You get the humidity when it's yeah. hot out. I Hence play golf. My hairstyle, yes, it's very humid. <laughs> it's a little fluffy. Play golf down in uh, Orlando quite a bit. You can't wear anything cotton-based out there. Right. By the end of the day, it's stuck to you. Um, you yes, take so it off, and you can stand it up in the corner because of all the sweat. Yeah, it's salted, and it's it's just awful to wear. So this is the micropoly material we use in the hot weather like that in Orlando in June and July. I can wear those pants, and I'm cooler than if I'm wearing shorts. That's awesome. They breathe, um, and it's 
it's not a golf pant per se. It's a lifestyle pant. Okay. We have a, a good friend of ours who runs a lot of cornhole tournaments and uh, spends a lot of time in the water. He wears them in his swimming pool. Huh. Now, if you're thinking about wearing clothes in a swimming pool, it's going to die. It's going to fade. Right. He comes out of the pool. He's dry in less than five minutes, and it doesn't. It's not affected by that chlorine in the water at all. John, come here. We're going to put these pants on you, and I'm going to soak you with the water bottles we have. We're going to test this out. So it's a wet pant contest. Yeah, it's a wet pant That's contest. Right. And John yes. is the not only that person. Show. It's not that kind of show. <laughs> it's not that kind of show. You guys also, I, I have a lot of people listening who, um, they're PCA folks. So you guys, we were just talking about I was racing. You guys had yeah. so a Porsche just, Club of uh, America pant. We just did Porsche Club of America back in uh, January, February for their cool. leadership at their national headquarters in Maryland. And um, and then just recently they released that as well um, to all of the members. We did two different designs in a variety of cuts to include the pants and shorts, women's cuts, which we do a, a, a skort and a five-inch inseam, three-inch inseam, short for women. Uh, and we also do lounge pants. Very cool. So we do fully sublimated lounge pants as well. So when you're sitting in the wintertime in front of the fire, you want to wear something comfortable, Hey, why not promote PCA in the living room? Uh, we're going to get a wheelhouse version made, and John wants the short shorts. Yes, three-inch. Oh, three-inch. Short yeah. shorts. Tight. Short shorts. Tight. I think that he, he could pull them off. He yeah. Might. He might be well, able to. Well, I just I want to, I want to wear them when it's uh, like February, so I've got those really white Irish legs. And those <laughs> yeah. Really, well, yeah, really I was going to say, shorts. we're going to get rid of that horrible golfer leg tan, tan if they yeah. wear the pants, because sometimes you take your socks off and... Your feet are as white as your socks after a season of golf. <laughs> and you can tell these breathe really well. I mean, this, this you, people obviously at home can't feel it, but this is really good stuff. Yeah. It's awesome. They look like they pack well in a suitcase also. I yeah. just got back from a week in Ireland, and I brought six pair of pants. I rolled them up in my suitcase. I pulled them out, and uh, one of the other guys on the trip, he... Uh, he was pissed. Well, he wears a... Com- <laughs> I, I, he was I'll like, wait say, a minute. <laughs> He wears a, a competitor's brand, uh-huh. and he's calling the front desk. Do you have Do you have irons? My pants look terrible, yeah. and I'm giggling because uh, you know I can throw these in a bunch of them in a pile in my suitcase, and I pull them out, snap them twice, put them on, and it looks like they just came from the cleaners. Did um, you uh, golf in Ireland? Uh, I played six days while I was over there. Yes, very cool. Yep. I hear they have some fun courses. It ruins golf in America for you once you've played there. The scenery or the golf courses themselves? Both. Or both? Both. Um, now, don't get me wrong. I love golf, and I don't care where I'm playing. I've played all over the world. I've played in Doha, uh, Qatar. Uh, I've hit golf balls in Kandahar, Afghanistan. I've played in all across the U.S., Ireland, um, and I've played at some of the nicest courses that we have available. Um, I've yet to play Augusta, but if there's any members at Augusta out there that are listening, um, <laughs> you know, uh, reach out, please. Please. <laughs> and uh but i've uh, played congressional country club quite a few times it's 25 cool. miles from my home um marion golf club the quality of um upkeep of the course is totally different in ireland it's a really? raw, it's more raw okay but the scenery and the views the dunes gorgeous. and being right on the water in the links courses and then playing in the weather that they that you get over there the wind um, this trip, we took 22 veterans over wow, uh, for, for a um, uh, inaugural Clover Cup competition. Um, we had six days of we had we got sprinkled on one day for about a hole and a half, and that was it. 
and one day where the winds were about 30 miles an hour and the rest was really nice and calm. The first time I went to Ireland, uh, it was pouring rain, 48 degrees with 30 to 50 mile an hour winds, but you're there, so you're going to play. Right. Not a single piece of clothing was dry on me at the end of the round. Um, <laughs> was that same time period? Is this a good time to go to Ireland? Uh, so any time to go to Ireland is a great time. You're going to deal with the same weather. weather. It just depends on if they fire up those antenna up north of Alaska and control the weather properly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, to give us good weather. And fortunately, I got a friend of mine that I called and said, hey, give us good weather. And he said, okay, I'll see what I can do. I'm joking. Done deal. And, uh, but no, it was, they haven't had a week of weather like that for eons. That's so. awesome. Well, you brought the good luck. Yeah, well. When did you start golfing? Because it sounds like you obviously had a big passion for golf even when you got out of the Navy. So the first time I ever swung a club was in 2003. And okay. uh, it was kind of a joke between me and my commanding officer before I became an officer. He said, uh, I used to tease him because all he did was golf. And I'd say, you know, once you get to work, you bum. And he'd say, hey, you know, if you're going to be an officer, you got to learn how to golf. So I, I took him serious. And uh, you know, the first time you hit that purely struck golf shot, it's kind of like Tin Cup where he's teaching Rene Russo in the beginning. You know, you can feel the tuning fork go off in your chest. And, you know, the, the harmonic uh, is, is so perfect through your arms and hands. And, and uh, he does this speech about the purely struck golf shot. And I was hooked. Yeah. I was absolutely hooked. I think I have to hit a golf ball well, and then maybe I'll get hooked too. Because every time I hit a golf ball, it's if it's not mini golf, it just it's going the wrong way. <laughs> uh, you can fix that. Yeah, I got to fix it. I, I got to go play because in business in general, a lot of people are like, "Hey, we're going golfing," and I don't I don't golf that much, and I feel like I'm left out because I don't golf. So I've been I've been telling myself I'm going to go get a set of golf clubs and I start golfing soon. So I got to go. Or you could volunteer to caddy for them. Then you could. No, heck no. I'll drive the golf cart. <laughs> I'm good at driving motorized things, but I don't want to get. I got short legs, too, just like my short arms. Yeah, they take forever back. with you. Yeah. <laughs> nice. I got to work double time to get my legs You're moving. Built like a honey badger. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, go, so, get a, go get a lesson first. Yeah, I'm going to go get. Before you buy anything, go directly to the lessons with a good instructor. Yeah. And that's the best way to start. Yeah, that's what I got to do. Um, so now you're the CEO of this company, which is which is awesome. And like you said, you weren't ever planning on getting into corporate America, but it's like you you followed your passion and you're you're a yep. CEO in something you're very very passionate about. I, I read a book, um, Extreme Ownership. Have you ever read that book? I have not read that one. You might like that because I you were reading Jab Jab Left Hook Gary Vaynerchuk's book. Yep, Gary Vaynerchuk. Um, yeah. Extreme Ownership is written by this guy Jocko, who was actually an ex Navy SEAL. Yep. So Jocko wrote this book, and it's really awesome. And I listen to a lot of Jocko's stuff now, and he talks about how everything that he learned in the Navy has translated so well into uh, businesses, and he, he coaches businesses. But I think in the moment, he didn't realize it would translate really well. But I bet for you, too, a lot of your discipline and so many other things probably translate so well. Is there anything that you feel like from being an officer in the Navy has translated really well into running a business? Uh, a few things. Uh, personal discipline, um, holding myself accountable. Uh, you know, one thing that we always talked in the, in the Navy was never over-promise. Uh, you know, as a nurse, I'm never going to over-promise a patient what I'm going to be able to do for them. But then my goal was to give them a lot more than what I promised them. And I take that over to business as well. 
Um, I never want to overpromise a deadline to a customer and say, hey, you know what, um, if we got a six-week turnaround, I'm going to get it here in a month. I'm going to tell you, look, at right now my projected ship date for your product is X, you know, but behind the scenes I'm busting my backside to get it there a week or two early um, because, hey, a happy customer. Yeah. Um, you know, sometimes, uh, you know, bad things happen. We get some hiccups with production, but, uh, for the majority of our customers, it's, it's on time or early, um, you know, and we make things right for our customers. So. I love that. You're going to love that book, Extreme Ownership. I think, mm-hmm. and, and that's the big premise of it is, you know, he takes personal ownership of everything that happens in his company and his yep. corporation. And I feel like a lot of leaders start to point, leaders that fail, point blame on other people and forget that, hey, I'm the leader. I have to take some ownership of it. Yep. I think you'll love that book. Well, it's one of my favorites. I look at that and I say, well, leader, is, that's a manager that's pointing fingers. Right. You know, the leader is the guy that's on the end of the chain pulling the chain along with his crew yeah. uh, behind him. So It's like uh, that, almost like that photo you see where he's, he's the one kind of yep. pulling. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I love it. Um, when do you wake up? Is it early? We were just talking about this with somebody else who was on the show. We were talking about how do you start your morning? Do you still wake up really early? Uh, not so early. Not okay, so early. Uh, I'm up. I'm usually up by about six thirty, seven o'clock. That's pretty early, six thirty. Um, but yeah, six thirty, seven o'clock. Okay. Uh, you know, and then got my morning routine. Of course, the first thing I got to do is drink about a half gallon of coffee, uh, and then I can start talking to people. Yeah. And uh, um, but yeah, it's uh, not. I'm not quite the Jocko at four thirty heading to the gym. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't think I'll ever be up at 4.30 heading to a gym personally. If you don't have to. No, yeah. no. That's I just... tried it once. It was dark, and I'm like, no, no, this is – it started tripping. I'm like, it feels like night. This is a bad yeah. – it's just a really bad yeah. idea. Are you a morning person? I don't I don't have a choice. I have a 11, 12-year-old daughters. Um, I, the one, I think, probably slept until noon today, which is throwing things she's off. She's off, but right? Yeah, she's a little – she's yeah. summer sleeping. Um, I'm, I'm up by 7.30 no matter what. Getting, I have to get them to school so I can get going. So. Yeah, seven thirty-eight is. I, I'm a late person, so I'm up very, very late. Yep. So seven thirty-eight for me is about kind of when my day gets started. I just moved out to the suburbs, so I won't schedule anything before ten a.m. in the city if I can help it because I definitely don't want to have to sit in traffic no, if I don't no. have to. Are you in the suburbs or the city? No, I'm. I just bought a house in Portage Park. I'm all oh, excited. That's, I was that's in, right. I saw that. I was in Old Town for a while, then up to Lakeview. My girls go to school at Hawthorne, which is a great school, like top five in the city. And I just bought a house in Portage Park, so we're checking that out. Kind very of fun. Cool. Yeah, different. Very, very cool. Um, yeah, I as soon as I moved to the suburbs, and um, we have off-screen uh, guests in the studio who are up in Lake Zurich. Um, and they probably know how I feel coming from the northern suburbs to the city can be a, just a total pain. So yes. I've kind of shifted how my mornings work. But I'm a late night workout person too. Like I'll, even workouts happen for me late at night. Yeah. Well, I can tell you, driving down here, uh, we're leaving at noon. I don't want this traffic during the day. And I live 45 miles northwest of DC. But um, DC's rough too. Yeah. The traffic. So with working out, you know, being background as a nurse for men. They say the best time for men to work out is actually pre- before 10 a.m. because the natural testosterone levels are at its highest. Okay. So you get the biggest bang for your buck if you're Speaking working out. Speaking of testosterone, that sounded fun. No, no, sorry. I'll be quiet. I'm like, <laughs> no, hey, bang listen, for this your is buck. Like, wait, what? I woke up. Roundtable. What? what? Roundtable. Right, so yeah. you could chime in on the yeah. uh, testosterone. Things in the morning. Okay. Got it. <laughs> 
It's always good before 10 a.m. Yeah, anything. Yeah. Always good anytime. Yes. Um, very, very cool. Um, how long are you going to be in Chicago? So I'm in Chicago for the uh, LPGA event. I got okay. a few meetings that I'll be there and watching some of the golfers. And uh, um, so I'll be in town until sh- uh, Saturday. And then I got to head back to Maryland. And Do you guys have any events coming up in the Chicagoland area for the Veterans Golf Association? We actually do. Um, and I promised that I would look that up for you. And I failed miserably on that. Uh, <laughs> but if you go to VGAgolf.org. Okay. So Veteran Golfers Association, VGAgolf.org. Okay. Uh, you can see the events that we have online. Um, all of them are posted as to what's available. It's, uh, it's $40 for an annual membership, and each tournament to sign up for will cost you $10. And then you pay for your um, the tee time at the course, which we've negotiated reduced rates. I'll give you, for instance, so for the $40 for an annual membership, and ten dollars to join a tournament. Uh, we had a tournament out in down in Virginia at Potomac Shores, which is a Jack Nicklaus signature course. It was cheaper to join the VGA and play in that tournament that day than it was to go and book around at that course on the same day. Wow! So we negotiate some very reduced rates. Uh, we did host a event up at Whistling Straits this spring. Okay. Um, so we got quite a few events in the Wisconsin and Chicagoland area as well as uh, Indiana and Ohio uh, Very cool. and a few in Michigan as well. So we'll throw that in the comments section as well. And John might be, John's good at putting the graphics. I'm working up, on so it. He's, he's working on it. It's going to come soon. Um, favorite place for you to play golf. Is it Ireland? So my number one course that I've ever played is Carn in okay. Ireland. It's okay. on the Northwest coast of Ireland. It's as close physically to America as you can get. Uh, there are dunes there that are over 200 feet tall. The entire course was built and des- well, it was designed by uh, Eddie Hackett, a uh, famous Irish golf architect. And the entire course was built with shovels and rakes, not a single piece of power equipment. Wow. Uh, every hole is naturally routed through the land that was given to him. Um, and it is an unbelievable, unbelievable golf course. In the States, um, Beth Page Black ranks really high up there. Uh, it's a brutal test, not only physically walking the eight and a half miles. You can't take a golf cart? No golf carts. I'm screwed. Wow. Yep. That's, 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 yeah. that's far. Sure not, like, we, we might not eight go and a half, that I'm one. thinking maybe five, four. Yeah. Yeah. No, and it's, it's, it's like uh, hiking uh, Kilimanjaro, I think, is probably a pretty good uh, description. Yeah, of, the Badger's not going to make it. We'd have to leave <laughs> behind on like, hole 11. We'd be like, we lost him. Yeah, yeah. I'd play nine holes there, four miles, and yeah. then um, I'm out. Problem is, it doesn't route back to the uh, clubhouse. Yeah, I'm so screwed. You, yeah. just left out there. you got to finish, because it's the same walk back. Where so. is that? Uh, up in uh, New York, okay. Long Island. Okay. Um, beautiful course. Um, but uh, Pinehurst number 2 is a special place. Um, the history that's there. Uh, for what the course is, the difficulty level. Visually, it's kind of an ugly look. It's not what you typically. Nice. It's not what you typically <laughs> expect from a golf course. That's there's a lo- It's all waste bunkers down the sides of the fairway, so it's all brown with this you know tufts of grass. Um, so visually, from my taste, I, I think it's a little bit of an ugly golf course. But playing it is it's it's uh, it's near religious religious experience. It's it's. Uh, moving to walk awesome. where uh, Payne Stewart's one of my favorite golfers of all that was time. Be my next question to you and your um, golfer. And for his last U.S. Open victory to take place there, 
um, it's it. Whenever I can walk on those hallowed grounds, it's always special. How are you? Favorite golfer? Uh, favorite golf course or favorite Both. golfer? Both. Um, hmm. Favorite golfer. I'm gonna shelf that. I'll go with the okay. courses first. Uh, I well for the dog lovers out there, there is a course in the state of Illinois that you can golf with your dog. Really? Do you know what it is? No. You don't. I don't. It's in the northern suburbs, um, Canal Shores in Evanston. Interesting. Ask for Dan Bolf if you ever want to do a pet friendly fundraiser. Great course, nine holes. There's no par fives. Not that that's a good or bad thing. You actually get to shoot the, uh, hit your shot over a couple. I wouldn't call them rivers or streams. Maybe a ravine. Um, kind of a. They have waterways through there, and um, it's kind of off uh, the downtown area. Secretly, might be a good place to park for a Northwestern game because they have their parking lot there. Um, but it is a dog-friendly nine-hole course in Evanston. Great people. Uh, Dan Bolf is, I think, the, the golf director there. But just a, a nice, easy, quick, short walking course. Interesting. Um, so yeah, Canal Shores is fun. Uh, I had the chance to golf in Aruba and in a tournament, and they they gave us each. I kid you not, like six sleeves of balls. I said, you know, we're not that bad. Like we don't need. And they said, <laughs> oh, just wait. And um, it was amazing to me to see the ball head up and we could see kind of the, the end of the island and literally um, it would go like 40 yards in one direction just with the wind. So straight shot disappeared and it was all, uh, which no one would predict, um, a lot of cacti or I hate the word cactuses, but cacti, cacti and rough terrain in Aruba, depending on if they have a drought or not. One of the lakes had dried up and you could see um, what appeared to be thousands of golf balls that had been lost in a previous lake that's now dried up, um, <clears throat> which obviously is the, uh, message of our company that um, if it's eco-friendly uh, and lands in the lake, you won't cry about it at night. But I loved uh, seeing a course in Aruba. And then here locally, um, I think Illinois has great courses, all of them. They're beautiful. Uh, they're very well kept considering our weather challenges. But yeah, Canal Shores is a fun one. So cool. I'm going to give a shout out to them. Bring your dog. They hate geese on the course. The dogs chase scare them. the geese away. So Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. So yeah. my, you'll just have to bring your own doggy poop bags. Yes, so it's bring not your poop geese. bags, bring your dog. Um, quick course, a lot of fun. I love Robert Black. It's a Chicago Park District course, very close to Canal Shores. Again, uh, very inexpensive, fun, nine-hole um, course in Chicago, or greater Chicago. And then the eco-friendly part. I don't know if I touched on it uh, on the show. I mean, we spoke about it before the show. Yes. So you guys are the like most eco-friendly, or it's, it's well, the you're be, one of the... I guess I'm going to speak very generalized. Okay. Um, unfortunately, uh, golf balls are no longer manufactured in the U.S. due to cost. So all of the manufacturing of golf balls are um, mostly in Asia Pacific or Asia. Uh, many of the balls uh, that you know and love, the brands that uh, we've tested and that are being tested uh, coming out of China uh, are testing for lead. Not all of them, but they are, and other harmful minerals and chemicals. So. Um, our ball, Dixon is a, uh, they've been making golf balls for years now. Uh, we, the center is earth salts, so uh, they break down like a regular golf ball, but there's no harmful um, chemicals or uh, metals inside the ball to hurt the environment. Um, over four million golf balls hit the landfills, and that's a small, I'm, I'm going low on my numbers, so I don't get in trouble, yeah. but uh, at least four million hit the landfills in, the, in uh, the US, if you can only imagine how many are lost in the woods Right. or the, the, the waterways. Water. Um, yeah. The Loch Ness Monster is in 
Scotland, correct? Scotland. Uh, the lake, uh, I guess it's good luck to hit your ball in, in the lake in Scotland, uh, hit a golf ball into the lake for luck. Um, they have tested that lake, and there is such a high level of lead that That's nothing why they have a can monster live, there. live in that lake, <laughs> even the monster. So um, the golf balls Are will Are you saying the monster is false? It's, it's, it's a it, lie? No, I, I'm just saying <laughs> there's enough lead that, um, yeah, if, uh, if anything's going to kill it, it, it might be the lead. But the lead. Uh, we do have uh, a problem right now with the quality control of golf balls. Not to say the golf ball isn't high quality, but the ingredients um, used globally are not things that the U.S. is very fond of. So, um, so our, our ball very will cool. not hurt the, uh, the earth, and it is the only recyclable golf ball in North America. So, very cool. So you can recycle it. That I'll show you awesome. a box. I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'll tell you, I play a lot of fundraiser golf tournaments throughout the year, yeah. and probably 60% of them um, has a Dixon wrap, typically on a par three. Yep, we yeah. do for a par closest three challenge. Pin, yeah. Or a long drive uh, on a par five yeah. or a, a wide par four. So uh, I have hit the Dixon golf ball in the past, and uh, I think the performance of it is uh, quite amicable. Yes. So. Well, we are in the Guinness Book of World Records this year for speed off the tee. We also are in the uh, longest distance kind of category as far as the uh, tournament level. A lot of people, um, you've got your two big players right now, Titleist and Callaway, great products. Um, but as far as the, the green uh, message, like, for example, Evanston as a city went green, so Canal Shores only sells our golf balls, which oh, is very that's exciting. cool. And then for all the branding uh, entrepreneurs out there, if you want to put your logo on a golf ball that uh, doesn't hurt the environment, we um, beat all of the competition in wholesale pricing. So you can call me and put your logo on a ball um, for a cool. tournament, and the minimum order similar to the pants is 12 but it's 12 dozen so if you order 12 dozen then the artwork is at no charge which is exciting that so is very very it's cool fun. and a golf ball with a logo Can I show yes please a golf ball with a logo will touch on average five golfers before it meets its end so your brand should and will be seen unless the golfers can not lose their balls uh will be seen by at least five people there you go johnny you know i can juggle you can, uh, no, you cannot. You've been I, can, I can, but I can, don't want to no, break stuff. You can't stuff. hear. Oh, I don't want to juggle here. But, um, yeah, oh, no, John's it's like, on please, now. Please don't. You want me to juggle? <laughs> if you say you can, absolutely. I want to see this. <laughs> I've been juggled in years. Oh, he's already backing it up. No, uh-huh. I'm not backing it up. <laughs> <laughs> hey, everybody. Whoa. 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 Hey, whoa. We have was... extras. Oh, ooh, ooh. He likes playing with my dicks and balls, folks. Check it out. There you go. Yeah, the CEO didn't really think that one through. Sometimes yeah. we say that. Yeah. Uh, my daughter came home one day and was making fun of me for, which she does all the time. She goes, "Ha ha, mom sells Dixon balls." I'm like, "No, no, the company's Dixon name is balls. Dixon, and we're not from Dixon, Illinois. It's from Tempe, Arizona. But it's a great, great product. It's fun. And thank you for having seen our challenges. I believe we we are at a lot of veteran events as well. Yes. And, um, and it's I great have. To, I have won a few closest to the pins with the Dixon golf ball. Yeah, well, we got the, if you land, the challenge right now, you hit your ball, you hit our ball, we think ours is better. Either one lands on the green, you win a sleeve of balls. And wait, I'm going to say one more thing. I'm going to bring out my little postcard. Sure. We have never paid, uh, there we go. We have never, oh my God. We have never paid for print advertising. We have a couple ambassadors, one from the show Hercules, and the other is, um, Oh my gosh, I'm blanking on it right now. 
I'll think of it. Don Cheadle. He's one okay. of our non-paid endorsers. He is a global ambassador for the environment, and he golfs so much that he called our CEO and said, I probably need to golf with a green golf ball because golf is not really an environmental category with you know all the watering of the lawns and things. Yeah. Um, but he is one of our biggest uh, fans and pro- I, supporters. But it, And then Kevin Sorbo from the show Hercules, he yeah. is also a huge golfer. And he did a lot of our videos for us as a as a, a nice gesture to our, our CEOs. But when they both called, William and Dane in Arizona thought it was like a prank call. A and they didn't believe it. They're like, They're, Don Cheadle's not on the phone. <laughs> yeah. So it was this whole ridiculous thing. But um, we have been written about in Golf Digest, even Very though we've cool. never paid to be in the magazine. And with the Dixon Challenge, you, all the golfers uh, get a one-year subscription to Golf Digest just for playing the game. And obviously, it's it's not anything where you give your credit card number and you're roped into 60 months of nonsense. It's literally just a one-year subscription. They can add it to their existing subscription. And it's exciting to see Golf Digest support us when we have not paid to be in the magazine. So, Very But cool. they've written about us, so it's fun. That yeah. is awesome. And we have over Those 5% some... of the market share in the golf ball world. Those are some A-list dudes. They're, they are. Yeah, Don Cheadle has done a bunch of videos on YouTube. Um, one is the golf gods and uh, they they make fun of um, various problems with your golf swing, your golf swing. So you should check that out. It's called the golf gods. I got to start at the very bare bottom and learn how to golf. Yes. But I have an obsessive personality. So I have a feeling that I'm going to get obsessed with it and then take it to a totally different level. Aaron, um, and I think John, we're like two minutes from being yeah, done. It's crazy. We could just keep yeah. going on and on and on. Absolutely. Um, Anything, uh, any plans, anything exciting coming up with Pandemonium that we should know about, that people should know about? So we've got some uh, fundraising efforts we're doing with some major nationwide uh, nonprofits, military nonprofits. Okay. Um, so keep your ears appealed for those announcements that are coming out. I'll, I'll keep them a little hush right now. Okay. Um, but, uh, yeah, we've got some staple designs that we are releasing uh, so if someone wants to have a non-branded uh, design, we have those up on our website, pantamonium.com. Uh, we do offer them in 12-piece minimums, um, as, as it is right now. So if you've got uh, someone who's organizing a golf trip and has 12 or 24 or... Bachelor party. Or a 16, wedding. Yeah, yeah, wedding party. Wedding party. Um, you want to get people outfitted with some pretty awesome-looking uh, product that wears great. Um, and especially if it's in the hotter days, yeah, uh, you know you're going to be wearing the most comfortable product you can. Um, we have those products available online for purchase. Uh, retail cool. pricing for our pants is eighty nine dollars, and that's customized with your logo or one of our uh, staple designs. And uh, and nobody can touch that price point. I mean, these things are worth it. I mean, this is not. This oh, is they'll a probably last really like a hundred. Nice, yeah, to, this like a over a really hundred washes. Nice yeah, they're great pants yep. yeah these are amazing um very cool and let john and i know because there is a element of what we do on wheelhouse where we want to help pitch um and support as many charities as we can mm-hmm. we just got done with um you know uh helping out with a charity that uh, was doing a charity boxing event in chicago for uh um, big brothers big sisters so mentorship to inner city youth kids um 
But yeah, please let John and I know. I know it's hush-hush now, but um, let us know. One thing we want to do is kind of towards the end of summer, get all of our guests back together. We're going to do kind of like a big event in Chicago, have everybody hang out. We, we got somebody who's going to help yeah, us set this event up. Yeah, find the venue and the yeah. food and the liquor. This we, is we, perfect. Yeah, the, I mean, we already <laughs> got all the alcohol. Because John and I would have played. It would have been me, John, and like three people standing around like, oh, a lot of nice. showed up. Nice. Oh, I didn't answer the one question. Bubba Watson. I love that he doesn't have any formal training. Yeah. He hits the ball the way he wants, doesn't okay. care. Um, it's kind of, I think, yeah, people, you know, yes, you should get lessons, but it's nice to see golfers that just do it the way they want and really are good at it. So. Maybe I'll just take a swing and I yeah, become just, good at just it. just figure it out. No, um, very, very unlikely. But yeah, we do, um, do want to help out however we can get the message out. So as soon as that, that happens, let us know. Um, we are out of time. I mean, this happens, oh, man. This happens quickly. So we might have to switch this to a 90-minute or a two-hour segment because um, we run out pretty quickly. So thank you so much for coming on. We do have guests come back on quite often. Absolutely. We'll we'll see how many likes I get them. Then maybe they'll invite me back. Like Everybody needs to like this page right now. Right now. (laughs) So I can come back. (laughs) That was like a perfect bump and set. Guys, if you're listening and you are listening off of my page or John's page or their pages, if you haven't liked AE Wheelhouse, please like it, share us, love us. Um, leave us comments. We really appreciate all the love and um, it, all the nice comments we've been getting the last uh, two, three months now that we've been doing this. Um, I hope you guys love the content. We're having a lot of fun doing this. We got amazing guests on. Um, and I'm, like, I'm taking up a new sport now. I'm going to start golfing. Um, I've golfed a couple times. We're going to get John to golf in his short shorts. Somebody, by the three way, John, inches. Three Tim inches. Uh, said yes to John's short shorts. Yeah. Nice. Maybe with oh, some boy. LA tan splash on it. We'll call yeah. Nick Patel we'll at LA down. tan and get him sprayed up. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll spray, spray him up. Him. We're gonna Nick Nick Patel will spray tan him at LA yeah. Tan as per me, and then we'll put the shorty shorts on him. Yeah. We're gonna have the wheelhouse pantomonium shorts on John. Or Lindsay at yeah, this European Wax Center could like wax fast. him. We could wax him and we can wax him. There's a, no, there's a oh, show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's oh, a show. Yeah. Lindsay will wax him right here. We'll bring Lindsay on the show. We're we going to wax John. Oh, geez, yep. look, we're out perfect. of time. I got insane. so many people that could help John. This is yeah. so oh, perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. We're going to do a full makeover on yes. John's show. This yeah, is, Aaron's never coming back. Highlights. But yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. Next Wednesday is 4th of July. So we will not be here. We're skipping a week. Um, so the following Wednesday, we got some great guests, I think is the 11th. Yeah. Four plus seven is 11, uh, July 11th, Wednesday, 3 PM central. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you have any questions for our guests, put them in the comment section. Um, and then again, yeah, before we go, before we go though, because we've got a couple more pairs of pants. Oh, let me, let me show them. them Hold them up. Oh, they're, I love them. Yeah. Yeah. I I just want to make sure that we, we show them all. You need help over there? Maybe. With your arms? <laughs> My T-Rex <laughs> arms. Yeah, those are very cool. I like the hashtags. So the hashtags were a uh, sample that we did just to really show the capability of uh, the printing and the colorations that we're able to do and how sharp we're able to print on the uh, micropoly material. So it, It's cool. It's very, very cool. The colors are amazing. I mean, yeah. when you look at the flowers, the, the quality of like the, the actual print is amazing. It's almost like you can smell them. Huh? <laughs> you can like I'm seeing like because I, I watch for questions. You can see like my face through, through the pants. Nice. He's peeking through the pants. Nice, nice. Yeah, he's unbuttoning his shirt. I'm unbuttoning his shirt through yeah. the pants. This is like time to go, John. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are popping. So. You can see me through pants. Uh, had a lot of fun today. I'll see you guys in two weeks, uh, July 11th. 
Thanks a lot, guys. Thank you. Yay. Cheers. Happy Fourth of July in three, two, one.